Welcome to the 18th episode of the AMM Dividend Growth Podcast. I'm Glenn Bush. I'm a Portfolio Manager at American Money Management, and I'm the Lead Portfolio Manager for the AMM Dividend Growth Portfolio. This podcast is essentially an audio diary of how I'm managing that portfolio. I'll do deep dives into what we own. I'll talk about what we're selling and why. I'll talk about dividend stocks that we're avoiding, so that'll highlight our research process. And sometimes I'll just talk about investing in general. This episode is about what we're selling, or more specifically, what we're selling slowly. And that is Wells Fargo. We've marked it as a source of cash, and I'll explain our main two reasons why. But before I do that, if you're finding value in this podcast, please leave me a rating and review in your favorite podcast player. It helps other people discover it. So with that out of the way, let's do the disclaimer and talk about Wells Fargo. The opinions expressed in this podcast are those of Glenn Bush and do not necessarily reflect the opinions of American Money Management, LLC, an SEC-registered investment advisor who serves as a portfolio manager to private accounts as well as to a mutual fund. Clients of AMM, Mr. Bush, and employees of AMM and the mutual fund AMM manages may buy or sell investments mentioned without prior notice. This podcast should not be considered investment advice and is for educational purposes only. As I mentioned in the intro, we moved Wells Fargo to the category source of cash. What this means is if we need to buy a new position or add to an existing position and cash is not readily available in client accounts, we may sell part or all of Wells Fargo to raise that cash. Now for accounts with sufficient cash to fund new holdings, we will continue to hold Wells Fargo for the time being. Wells Fargo has been in the portfolio for several years. We added it to the portfolio before the infamous account opening scandal. And we have continued to own Wells Fargo because we viewed the scandal as a short-term recoverable calamity. In general, we like recoverable calamities. A recoverable calamity provides an opportunity for investors to buy quality assets at bargain prices due to short-term market overreactions. In the case of Wells Fargo, we believe the new CEO would come in, reset the culture, and get Wells Fargo back to the business of banking. As the cultural issues that helped create the scandal resolve, shares would stabilize and then ultimately move higher and dividend growth would follow. We still think Wells Fargo represents a recoverable calamity. You know, their path to a higher share price has just been delayed for a variety of reasons. The scandal dragged on for several years, much longer than we initially expected. Wells Fargo went through a couple of CEOs during this time. Uh, They faced multiple congressional hearings and they've had its asset-based growth capped by the Federal Reserve. Because of this, the stock price stagnated. And then when the COVID-19 market panic set in, Wells Fargo stock sold off even more to where we are now, kind of the mid to high 20s. And during this, its return on equity continued to its slow decline from 14% down to almost 8% today. Now, here we are again. We have a new CEO, Charles Scharf, and Wells Fargo looks like it's about to turn the corner while it's sporting an 8% dividend yield. So why are we using it as a source of cash then? Uh, the main answer is portfolio management. We added Discover Financial to accounts during the sell-off. Now, I'll talk more about this position in an upcoming dividend letter in a future podcast episode, but we saw a quality consumer finance company trading at a panic price, and I had experience with Discover Financial during the the previous financial crisis. In the long run, we think Wells Fargo is potentially worth double its current price. Now, the thing is, we also think Discover Financial is worth at least double its current price, too, but we think Discover can realize its underlying value much faster than Wells Fargo can from here. With the addition of Discover, we felt the portfolio was too heavily invested in the financial sector. We needed to remove a position, and Wells is our least favorite of the financial holdings in the portfolio. Are we selling JP Morgan, the highest quality bank right now? No. We always want to trade up to quality companies when we can. 
Are we selling BlackRock, the ETF leader in a world shifting more towards ETFs every day? No. Are we selling Charles Schwab? You know, this is another company with interest rate risk, but it is the leader in the long-term secular growth trend of RIAs and a leader in the ETF space as well. So that answer is no too. Now we may use Charles Schwab as a tax loss position. And when we do that, that'll be a subject for another episode. Going through that exercise, you know, this left Wells Fargo. The other reason is the potential for a dividend cut. Wells Fargo stock is trading at a level that appears to be pricing a dividend cut already. During the Q1 2020 earnings call, management said they're comfortable with their current dividend distributions. And if they continue to meet Federal Reserve capital requirements, yeah, their dividend is safe. Now, the Federal Reserve may increase, and it most likely will, its stress, its stress test requirements, and that will force Wells Fargo to reserve more against potential losses. And according to J.P. Morgan, Wells Fargo has the lowest reserves against commercial and consumer loans right now. It has about 35% reserves to potential losses in consumer loans and about 14% for commercial. And among the big banks, the median reserves is about 50% for consumer and 22% for commercial. And if the economic issues from COVID-19 last longer than Wells Fargo's models, or the Federal Reserve stress test requires more capital reserve buffers, then Wells Fargo may have to cut its dividend. Now, right now, with the broad economy slowly reopening and large actions taken by the Federal Reserve, we think the odds favor Wells Fargo not cutting its dividend. You know, that's the reason why we did not sell all of Wells Fargo right now, and we've only designated it as a source of cash. But again, this can all change very quickly. If Wells Fargo dips into its capital buffers because of its unprofitability because of these uh, loss reserves and coronavirus fallout lasts longer than we expect, then we'll need to sell the remainder of Wells Fargo because they're going to have to cut their dividend. It's the easiest way to raise that capital. Now, if you want to learn more about the Amon Dividend Growth Strategy, you can give me a call at 858-755-0909 or email me at gbush at amminvest.com. I'll put both of those in the description. And if you're finding value in this podcast, please leave me a rating and review in your favorite podcast player. Until next time.